Hello and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, the show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. Yo. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing. Doing good? I'm doing the thing. We're here, guys. Just to update, we survived the hurricane that never That's came. still coming. <laughs> That's still technically coming. They're saying we're going to feel the effects tomorrow, so we'll see how much we actually feel. We'll see. Either it, It's we're, probably going to rain. It's probably just going to rain. <laughs> It'll inconvenience us a it's little slightly bit. slightly breezy day. The power got knocked out at my work for a good solid hour, but you know. Probably completely unrelated to the hurricane. Probably. It was just like someone putting the shovel in the wrong hole. Someone was just like, I'm look, I'm I'm not going to work today either. Dorian's (laughs) going to do it or I am. Did you, did you go home after that? No, it was off for like a solid hour and it was Mm. like right at the cusp. Right. But like the, the CEO was like making his rounds, telling like different departments to go home. And so before he got to us, the power was like, literally I I tried to keep my mouth shut. Some people were already gone. Some some departments think are like uh, one of our departments were gone, but before he got to ours, like and every I tried to keep my mouth. He's shut like walking up. And he's like, "You can have a good day." <laughs> I mean, get to work. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. So you know, whatever. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's the sound of me typing, by the way. I hate my boss. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not true. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, have you watched or played anything, Luke? I know we watched and played something, two things yeah. together. We did. Uh, I haven't watched and played much else. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I dabbled a little bit in Farming Simulator yes, 2017. I saw. Um, it was on Game Pass, and I know it seems silly, and it is kind of silly. <laughs> it really is you just doing a blue collar job, but. I mean, the only thing I'll say that was kind of cool about it is you can, like, buy equipment and, and run equipment on a game that, like, you could never really yeah. afford in real life. So, I don't know. I find that mildly entertaining. It's, you know, it's what it is. It's exactly what you think it is, pretty much. I mean, I, I was telling you this while you were playing. Ten years ago, I probably would have been like, sheesh, that sounds boring. But now I understand more <laughs> than ever. Because there's so many games, like Persona and Fire Emblem that I play, that has so much time management. Where yeah. you spend so much of your time just walking around, asking people questions, having a tea party. Where you're just spending ten minutes talking to someone. Where I'm like... And an hour and a half later, I'm in a battle, but it's like... <laughs> Even like Fallout 4, I mean, there's so much base building in that game. Yeah. Like I've spent hours creating a base. There, I think this type of thing is more popular than ever, actually. Games like... Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I even had just, that. There's busy work. There's just stuff that you do that looks really boring, but there's an enjoyment to be had with time management. That's why games like Stardew Valley are popular. Yeah. Animal Crossing, where... You're not like no there's not a lot of No Man's Sky, exactly, yeah. where I'm farming and literally <laughs> standing all this time walking around a planet going and mining <laughs> certain ore. It's just, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but there's something, uh, I don't know what it is. Is it like relaxing about it or? Job simulators. Yeah, I, I guess where you're doing a job, but it's not to like the sweat of your brow or like it's not. To like, oh man, I'm really worried about my real life bank account doing this. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I've, Some people, I, I guess, <laughs> in GTA Online, but. <laughs> oh yeah, no joke. I've felt like this probably would be the silliest one if they made it, but I've thought if they can make a farming simulator and they can make like 
what there's like a kitchen one. Yeah, yes. I mean, there's a bunch of kitchen ones, yeah. but like they could easily make a maintenance simulator. What like a like janitor mowing, oh. landscaping, like hedge trimming, edging, weed whacking, something like we've done in the past. There is but no like, way this doesn't exist. They could make like a serious farming simulator version that that works just like farming simulator, but like. It's, it sounds so silly coming out of my mouth. You actually drive to your... <laughs> you drive to... <laughs> I think it's so silly. You drive to your accounts and actually, like, mow. Luke, You I'm... mow a dozen accounts in, like, a day. No, I'm looking this up right now. There, I don't know if it's to the extent of which you speak, but there are definitely lawn mowing... In this age games. where it's, like, it's so much easier to make, like, a pretty good quality game yes <laughs> there's so many <laughs> there's so many open source engines now there's yeah. like you can literally do it like by yourself if like you have enough time to like spend to create all the assets <laughs> and like put it together what's simulator so that's a simulator game you would make if you had a no i would not but i would play it if it like came to game pass or something <laughs> i don't think i'd buy that but it was part of like some subscription i would definitely play that yeah i mean just to experience just to see what of, it was like the kind of work both you and i have been a part of for several years at yeah. certain points in our life so yeah, let's play it out in the virtual world as well yeah <laughs> i don't well, know good i'm sure there's many other s- silly ones <laughs> dude yeah <laughs> I know there there must be, but to us, to one man's craft is another man's. What, what's the big What's the big one where you're doing the kitchen? That's like really popular too. Well, overcooked. Overcooked. That's yeah, that's like, the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's more like that's not so much of a sim. That's more like arcadey. But there there is. Like, but you are like cooking things. You are it's cooking. Like, that's the game. You're is cooking. that the one where you like make the different elements? You put together like the sandwiches and then you deliver them. Or is that a different? That's a different one. one. Okay. Um, it's it's all kitchen based, and you have to. It's a, like a more of a multiplayer game where you have to work with people to do it. It's more like an arcadey thing. But, but you have to like put all the like parts of the dish together. Is that right? Yeah. 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 You have like the sauce and like you like combine them into it, and then you like deliver the meal. Yeah, and, there, and there's yeah. like many versions of this. There's this. That's there's a sushi version of this where you're yeah. making sushi. But Overcook's like gotten good reviews and everything. Yeah, Overcook has definitely that party game kind of mentality to it. And it's apparently just I've never played it because I don't have very many friends that play video games with me. So I don't <laughs> I've never played it with someone, but I hear it's uh I hear it's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Um It's all right, buddy. Yeah, that that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at it online. Yeah, it's got a nine out of ten. Shoot. Ninety four percent liked. Maybe we should play it together, Luke. We'll do it. Heck yeah. Let's do it, Luke. Um, so the other two are the ones that you and I did together. Yeah, let's talk about um, them. We saw a movie called Ready or Not. Yes. And yeah, it was it was interesting. Interesting movie. <laughs> Definitely. One of those genre blending horror comedy or thriller comedy kind of thing. I don't even know if I'd call yeah. it horror. But yeah, I thought it was a fun entertaining movie i liked it it's one of those movies like i it's one of those movies i think you really i i enjoy while i'm watching it but i don't know how many times i'd go back to it but yeah it was a little little intense on the like spiritual stuff and like a little uh-huh. intense on some of the like you know graphic like 
Oh, it's a very nasty violent. stuff. <laughs> so yes, for yeah. that reason, I don't think I would go back to it. But like mm-hmm. the story alone, yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun time. It was enjoyable. I like Adam Brody. He was pretty good at it. Yeah, <laughs> he's an entertaining actor. I think he's he's he was in Shazam for like he plays five that. I don't completely care about what's going on very yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> he plays aloof very yeah, well. That's kind of a big thing for him. The OC, you know, I mean, that's what I think most people would know him from. But he's kind of he's kind of a little bit of that. Was he the main character show. in the OC? Uh, I guess so. All right, there's a lot. <laughs> I don't of know. It's kind of split between him and. Uh, yeah, what's the other guy's name? Guy in Gotham. No, I think. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about Jim Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah, but I, I thought it was good. I had there, was, there was I guess a thriller. There was, no, it wasn't very thrilling to me, but it was more funny to me. Like, there it wasn't a lot of, really horror. It was more no, thriller. Yeah, there's no scary parts where they're trying to jump out you and scare you because she's being chased around by. Really, a bunch of it just gets like gross in parts. Really, yeah, it's not really. It's one of the movies where the <laughs> villains are like kind of morons. Yeah, so they're like everyday people, so they're not good at this, and so it's kind yeah. of, it's a kind of funny watching them kind of stumble through this night. Even though they act like everybody. they're like super good at the beginning, and then you like come to see like how normal they are. Yeah, <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. So it's funny them watching them trying to stumble through this thing that they're yeah. all kind of uncomfortable. Like 20 minutes in, you kind of get like what this movie's about. Yeah. Man, that trailer, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, Emma Stone. Like I thought that was Emma Stone, but it's like a weird, <laughs> ver- it's like Emma Stone mixed with Margot Robbie. But You I, haven't seen her before? I've never seen this actress before. Yeah, I've seen her. I don't remember in what, but... <laughs> <laughs> I have seen her, I'm but yeah, if, if you're find. if you're cool with like some uh some violence, so it's stuff, it's, it's pretty good. Miss Weaving's daughter, right? It's Samara Weaving, so Sigourney Weaver's daughter. What? Uh, that's what I was thinking it was. Wow, no, I did not know that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. She that's was weird. born in South Australia, so probably not. <laughs> she just shares a last name. Uh huh. It's like uh, I'm trying to think of it. Reminds. She was me. in the Babysitter. The babysitter. She was in Mayhem. With uh, she was in three billboards. Oh, I saw, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I was about to say these are all movies I've not seen, but yeah, I have. The Babysitter's seen a Netflix movie. Um, Stephen Yun from Walking Dead. He starred in Mayhem. Okay. It's like this crazy like battle in like an office movie. Oh. I've wanted to see it. I haven't gotten to see it. All these movies sound very similar to the movie that we just saw. The, the yeah. three bo- billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. And the Babysitter was. <laughs> Like a horror movie. Wow. So it kind of fits with so Ready or Not. they just blended them together. I'm trying to think of something that this reminds me of. Because I've seen movies like this. That's like kind of like a... Like kind of a... A gory... She was in Ash vs. Evil Dead. I've only seen like one episode of that. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty good movie. I, I thought it was fun. I see why it it like has a high rating that it did. Because it's like... It's one of those movies where it's not amazing. But... There's not. I can't really think of very much wrong with it. It does what it wants to do. Yeah. And it does it doesn't like trip. It's or worth a watch along the way. Yeah, I, I I think so. So what did we what else did we do, Luke? Uh, we played Blair Witch. It just came out. Yeah. Along several several other games are coming out here soon. We're kind of getting into the fall release schedule. Mm-hmm. So Blair Witch was one that I thought looked pretty good from the Microsoft conference. It's an exclusive Microsoft game that's coming out on Game Pass. And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. It it didn't it didn't 
play very well, like technically. I think it could have used a lot of. I never know how much of that is just the fact that my Xbox is old and it's just starting to grind a little bit, and or how much of that is like the actual game like being a little glitchy. Because I honestly I have issues with a lot of games now, like yeah. even Call of Duty and Halo. Like I have problems with. So I think huh, some of that okay. is probably my because I have a launch console. So you know it's getting pretty old now. It's six years old. It's an old so. timer. Yeah. <laughs> So, but apart from the screen tearing and the low frame rate and <laughs> it not <laughs> playing very smoothly, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it's another one where it does exactly what you think it's going to do, and uh-huh. it, I don't know. It's it's the we, I'm glad we played it. I think I told you this while we were playing. It's the it's the exact right element for me to play a horror movie with a friend passing back and forth the controller <laughs> middle of the day while the other person makes jokes yeah. <laughs> while you play it's the best you don't get yeah. overly freaked out like when i'm playing uh resident yeah. evil 7 at night in my house that's one i would not do at 2 a.m no <laughs> on a friday night and honestly i don't think it is actually overly scary i think something like resident evil 7 is scarier even though it is kind of freaky just because of how dark it is in that game when it's night yeah. good ridiculous <laughs> i mean it's, it's not like not scary it's 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 creepy for sure when things happen i think we I've it's kind of jump scary yeah something will just happen it's like boom and you're like, oh my god yeah <laughs> but it for me like playing it, it isn't like i've seen all the blair witch movies which really only the first one's any good but um <laughs> would you it, say the first one was good I, I would say the first one's good. I think it has I haven't a, seen it. I, think a lot, I mean, it, it it's you know the the thing that's fr- the frustrating thing about it. It's like it's just a lot of people, a lot of nothing happening for a lot of it. Right. But I think it's good. I think they get a lot of their out of their actors. It's just people yelling at each other, and every now and then they'll stumble across something that's creepy, and it is creepy, and they they create a lore behind everything going on that is creepy, and so yeah. when little things happen, you're like. Ugh. <laughs> but and so, but it is good. The other, the second one's a disaster, and of, it's horrible, terrible, terrible B movie. And the third one that came out recently, which was kind of like a soft reboot, almost kind of sequel to the first, is just whatever. But this, it almost doesn't feel like any of them it has a lot of the the lore and everything there. But we're like doing things like going on a train and. You're going to things that I did. It's a very puzzly game. Very puzzly. There's a lot of where do I go. A little too much puzzly, I would say. Yeah, we spend a lot of the the time like wandering around yeah. being like which I guess is true to the first one. They're lost for a long time, yeah. but not in a kind of creepy kind of lost kind of way, more like a I know I'm supposed to do something and yeah. get something. Now Reminds where is me it? me of my frustrating times with the witness. Oh. I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? Where do I go next? It's, <laughs> yeah, there's a very huge puzzle element to it, but not in a way where it's like they don't ever. It's not like they present you with a brain teaser and you're here trying yeah. to figure. It's it just out. where is this? Where is it? And exactly. that, yeah, that's one of the most frustrating things I hate about games. It's like. I don't know what to do. It's not that I can't do it. It's that I don't know what exactly. to do because you haven't properly explained it to me. But it's one. It's an old method of game design, which I am glad has been gone. I, I sometimes I like that you're exploring like Breath of the Wild. It's fun to just kind of explore and stumble upon things. But even that game has like waypoints and to be like your main objective is there. But it probably doesn't stop you from doing anything else. Exactly. If you don't find this valve. 
like you and I had. When the only thing you can do is find the next yeah. thing you need to find. Great. I have to ride all the way across the map to look again because I guess I missed it the first time. Oh, yeah. So even playing, we had some frustrating, but we were going to finish it. We we're like, the game's not long. and we we're gonna, So we're just going to play. Probably getting close. We have yeah. three hours in and I think we've gotten pretty far along. Yeah, we'll have another sit down really soon. We'll finish it. I like the setting. I like, I mean, I don't really play horror games, but I, I, th- I think it feels... It, it feels fresh compared to what I normally play. So. Yeah, <laughs> for that for that reason, I you know I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely interesting. I think I if mean, it played smoothly and they had a better HUD, I think it, it would be a much better game. I'd be sitting here going, "Wow, this is a lot of fun." Yeah, you know, higher mm-hmm. frame rate. I mean, can you imagine if it was 60 with no screen tearing? That would be like, that'd be a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it looking a lot smoother for sure, and just being a lot more appealing to look at when you're kind of like jittering around here and there. Yeah, it takes you out of the action too. You know, it's like, I feel removed now because it's like, I'm realizing that I'm on a machine that's not working properly. And that's the thing. They're, they're trying to immerse you with like taking out the HUD items and being like, Oh, there's no health bar. There's no mini map or whatever. And there, there's no inventory thing on your right hand side, but you have to make up for some of those things in some way. They have these like tiny hints there. It's like, Oh, the dog has seen something over here, so look this way. Mm-hmm. That that's only really like, helps it. you like fifty percent of the time. Yeah. The other half, the dog will just look at you, being like. What? And some of the times, it says the dog's doing something, and he's not actually doing anything. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm looking at him. He's not doing anything. He's literally <laughs> rolling on his back. <laughs> yeah. Playing around. He's peeing on something, yeah, which exactly. he does a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 interesting, and we'll finish it and probably have more <laughs> fuller thoughts when we see the ending which apparently there are multiple of there are multiple endings apparently that's yeah. one thing i know because i lo- we're treating the dog well we're treating the dog we well. we don't want that ending <laughs> let me promote a, one of my favorite sites is i i don't spoil myself for movies i don't but one thing i will go out of my way to spoil for any movie if i have suspect or fear that the dog pet animal will die I go to a little site I like to call that is called DoesTheDogDie.com, <laughs> and I've learned that yes, they do have video games. So, is it like community based? Is that how they get the information? Yeah, people will go on there and give a yes or no. And yeah. there's three options. There's a, a a happy dog, which means no, the dog is fine. <laughs> uh, a kind of like sad dog, which like or which means the dog gets hurt but is <laughs> ends up being okay. And then I think there's like the really sad dog, oh, which no. is like, yes, the dog. Oh, does no. I, it, that's what I say. Oh, there's no. There's not an it's unclear. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm so like with this site when I we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I almost whipped up my phone in the theater, which I did not. That would be annoying. But yeah. Does the dog die dot com. Check it out. If you're ever afraid that when you're watching a movie that you're going to witness a dog die and you want to prepare yourself emotionally. Check it out. Yeah, which you should. Which you should. I've experienced that. It's awful. No, nobody told me the dog was. Gonna... The worst thing is when it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. This is literally a thing that has stopped <laughs> me from watching House of Cards because I hear it happens immediately. <laughs> hmm. I don't remember. Doesn't that. a dog get like hit by a car first episode? Huh. Or like the first thing that. to happen in the first episode. I've watched, I think, three seasons. I don't remember that. Uh, maybe I'm confusing it with It wasn't bad show. enough that it left an impression on me. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Then maybe I'll check it out still then. So the only other thing that I could remember was that we went to see um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, yeah. Extended. Oh. Extended cut. Oh. 
So if you're thinking, wow, that's cool. They re-released Far From Home again with an extended cut. Don't think that. No. <laughs> Stop thinking that. All right. Because it's absolutely not worth your time. Unless you just want to see this movie again, which I kind of did anyway, so mm-hmm. it's fine. But I was hoping there'd be, you know, some extra scenes sprinkled throughout the whole movie. I'd be like, wow, this could have been even cooler than it was. No. There's two scenes at the beginning of the movie, and they're like, I don't know, a couple minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't really add anything. And honestly, I know why they were cut, like, after seeing them. Oh, really? It just doesn't okay. flow very well. Oh, okay. Like, the, the mafia scene that you were talking about, it's like, I think it's like the third scene or something in the in the extended cut. Does it mess up the pacing? And it just feels so awkward. There's, like, his dialogue is like, what? This feels so cheesy. It mm. Honestly, it feels like Spider-Man 2 or something. It's just like, Ooh. this doesn't flow well with the Marvel Universe. Spider-Man 2, you say? <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean, like like that that old Spider Man. There was so many like kind of cheesy things added in. Mm-hmm. Okay, Spider Man three. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. You you're you're right. All of them. <laughs> you're fine. I love two of those movies, but yes, <laughs> both of them. Yeah. You're the one who's out gobby out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just like he's saying things where it's like that doesn't feel like the the Marvel universe, you know, Spider Man that we know. So. Uh-huh. You know, it's a good movie, so <laughs> if you want to go see it again, go see it. But don't go see it just for the extended scenes because they're not worth it at all. Well, Look them up point, on YouTube when they come out on the Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure they've released these that scene online. Yeah. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah. I think they've officially been like, now here's that scene. <laughs> so that's yeah. a strange choice to be like, here's the extended edition. Thanks for seeing it. Now here's the extended edition. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, when you have an unlimited pass and yeah, it's like your whatever. wife hasn't seen the movie yet. <laughs> yeah. Did she enjoy it, by the way? What is uh, what it been uh, Yeah, I think she liked it. She enjoyed it. Was she able to get over the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal was in it? <laughs> she was definitely thrown for a loop with the twist. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I it, won't spoil it. but It was not ruinous to that yeah. movie for her. Good. Yeah. She was not expecting it. So. All right. Well, Go um, see Spider-Man Far From Home. Do it. <laughs> But don't do it just because of the extended edition. Probably just digitally or whenever it comes out or, you know, it's probably going to be like a month or so. But um, speaking of dogs that die, Uh-oh. I uh, watched John Wick 1 and 2 with uh, oh, no. with a friend who hasn't seen them. So that was fun. I don't have really much to say about them. Have I you mean, seen all of them? I've You've seen, seen three? All. I've seen three. Yeah. I, I, I love those movies. I think they're fantastic. They have. I'd say they're the best action series that's current. Yeah, I think this is like the modern day. Like it's a new. They've Die created hard. a new Rambo, a new John McClane. Yeah. They've created a new action star yeah. with John. Wick. It's very much Die Hard. Yeah, and it's awesome to see. I mean, and and what I like about it is it's not Die Hard at all. Yeah, but, but it's very much similar character. Yeah, they they've done a new thing with a really cool lore and yeah, the, the third, bad a dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just did really good at that. And so, yeah, if you haven't seen those movies obviously check them out you've heard so many people rave and rave about them they're great great action just really fun um i haven't really been watching or playing that much else oh this weird (laughs) so i watched start to finish a a series on netflix it's an anime series called knights of the zodiac it's about six episodes long in its first season and uh yeah, it's one of those animes. I think it's a remake of a of an older anime, but it's it's done in like an anime style, but it's CG. It's CG animated. Hmm. 
to be honest, I'm not a huge. So it's 3D, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a 3D models, and I think it works looks okay. Like when it's standing still, I think it looks great. But when it starts to move, it's in the <laughs> movements where I feel like the action kind of gets sluggish <laughs> when they're moving these CG models around, which is the tendency sometimes with certain ones. They've done it okay. Where there's another animated series on Netflix called. Uh, Troll Hunter, uh, Tales of Arcadia, which is actually really good. And the animation's great here. But like when Knights of the Zodiac is like standing still, you're like, wow, this looks great. But when it starts moving, you're like, okay, I can see kind of the cheapness <laughs> of it. But I don't recommend this. If if you see it on Netflix as like the new anime to watch, it's cheesy in all the bad ways. You know, yeah. like Kingdom Hearts is cheesy when they're like friendship. Yeah, because you know that they have a friendship. And so it's cheesy that they rail on and on about friendship. But they actually have a friendship in the story. This, it's like literally they meet a day and they're like, we're friends. And this is the power of yeah. friendship. And it's <laughs> awful. Like, this is if, if this is it. The, when the villain is defeated, this is what he says. Spoiler, whatever. So that was the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It's that. And I like cheesy stuff sometimes, but only if it's done effectively but this is no <laughs> this isn't i don't really recommend this it's not awful i literally i didn't turn it off after the first episode if that tells you anything i watched all yeah. six just because i was like well what else am i gonna do it's one of those <laughs> nights and my wife was out of town and i was like it's time to watch some crap that i'm not sure she or anyone else will like and i did so you know whatever it's not without merit completely but it's it's not really good so i don't really recommend it that's it <laughs> talk <laughs> Yeah, uh, so now our topic of the day. Let's talk about more TV shows. Maybe some Heck good yeah. TV shows. We monopolize a lot of our time with movies and video games on this podcast. A lot of times we don't get around for TV shows because there's so many options. So many there's TV so shows There's so much out there. entertainment options in so general. So many. And it takes a lot of time dedication, which is why sometimes watching a six-episode season where each episode's 30 minutes is appealing to me. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I can watch this real quick in yeah. one sitting. Because there's so much... And they're all usually an hour. And uh, yeah, so what we're gonna do is just kind of talk about some of the TV shows. Just we some love, of our favorites, right? Some of our like, favorites. You know, Maybe we'll talk and about some stuff upcoming. I think would be upcoming. fun too. And I'm also gonna talk about ones that we've seen or that I've seen. I've prepared a short list that I've seen that. All in all, kind of turns out to be disappointments, but I've <laughs> spent so much time with them, yeah. they owe a mention. Because that's the thing with TV. You could you spend so much time with it. When it turns out not living up to what you hope or crashing and burning, it's a disappointment because you're like, years I've spent on this thing and yeah. it ends up like this. And so... And I think we might have... I don't know how spoiler we want to get, but I think we might have one that's controversial, in my opinion, compared right. to yours. <laughs> Sweet. We'll get there when we get there then. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm excited to actually hear what you see. <laughs> I think see you know if, what I'm talking to about. see if you're right or wrong. <laughs> okay. On that one. There's a right or wrong? As, no, no. Right or wrong is if we're going to link oh, up. Okay. So okay. We, might, we might be closer okay. in opinion than you think. All right, all right. All right, so go ahead, Luke. Let's regale us with stories of some of the best um, favorite TV shows. I guess I was thinking maybe the easiest way to go back would be like maybe the earliest TV shows, and we'll just move up. Like, you know, maybe some of our early favorites, and then we'll move up to like upcoming. That's <laughs> To great. kind of move through history. So now that I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> What's an early one that I've liked? Yeah. Um, the Office maybe would be. That was pretty long ago. <laughs> 
that I think started in 2007. So, I guess Lost was before that. Lost was so I guess Lost was one that we could mention. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's one. I mean, I think we both were very passionate about that. You, yeah. you probably even more so than me. Um, just a great show. If you haven't watched it, like, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it. I think it, it pushed the boundaries of what a TV show could do <laughs> with a script. It's like, you know, mind-bending, exciting, like, just... It, it to me one of the things that Lost did the best was make you connect, help you, really push you to connect with so many characters. <laughs> to where it's like, yeah, so many characters in the show were likable, were connectable, were people that you cared about. Where which I think is a thing TV shows a lot of times struggle with, and mm-hmm. it was just I think part of it was a product of good casting and also a great script but it all came together i think for a perfect storm like just great character development yeah and they had a good rotating like a rotating wheel of directors that they yeah. used here and there like which Jack is a tough Finger thing to and, do yeah and yeah i mean i i've i've talked a lot about lost to you but you know i'm not not so much on this podcast but yeah it's it's probably if not the one of the for me, most favorite shows of all time. I, I love it. I mean, I, I and also I love the ending. Like this is a controversial thing. I am a lost ending apologist. <laughs> I will talk to someone about the ending. One, this isn't like uh, being I'm so smart thing, but I've just so sink so much time into it. I've like really paid attention to that ending. I've talked to so many people who are like, oh yeah, this is what happens at the end. What a disappointment. I'm like, dude, that's not what happens at the end. And I'm like, taught so many times. Yeah. But. Regardless, there's people who also understand it that don't like it, and that's fine. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I've loved Lost so much. I feel like I've talked about it so much in the past. It's hard for me to even talk about it now. But it, everything you said is true, and uh, yeah, it will. I will remain a show which I will every now and then, every a couple years will pass, and I'll be like, all right, let's pop it in, let's yeah. start. That's a which is tough because it's a long show. Yeah, six <laughs> episodes, twenty-two. I mean, twenty-two seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah, six of them. Yeah, it's a long one. So you got a show, an early show. Early show, man. It's it's kind of tough for me when it comes to how early it is Lost was probably one of the earlier ones where they it had a canon and there was a and it was episode to episode as a flowing was story. Two thousand four. Is that when it started? was when it started. And it had a flowing story arc that went episode to episode. Before then, it was just kind of shows that didn't really have... Like, I didn't wasn't into, like, X-Files or uh, Star right. Trek. Right. Or shows that had, like, a long-running, like, a, a story arc. For me, it was like... I, I liked a lot of cartoons. I was really into... And the it. X-Files, really, you could take it one episode at a time, too. Yeah. They wrote it a little bit of both. Exactly. There was It was a... Uh, Freak of the Week kind of thing, yeah. but there was also, oh, and this character will come back yeah. and reveal the Lost was not that at all. <laughs> Lord, no, no. Lost was not that. And you can't like come in and then, oh, this week we see on the island they're yeah. going to fight a yeah. saber-toothed beast or anything. Just be incredibly confused if you came in. Oh, yeah. Mid-season. Exactly. If you come in, even mid-season of the first season, you're going to be like, what? You might be drawn yeah. in, but you yeah. might be like, you'll have a lot of questions. And it was harder to catch up back in the day. You couldn't just download yeah. an episode. It wasn't like streaming wasn't really a thing. I remember us having to wait for because yeah. se- we started watching it on season one on dvd at the time and uh season two was just wrapping up on on air and so we had yeah. to wait for the dvds to come yep. out for season two <laughs> and it was at that point we were caught up and yep. we were live yep. from season three <laughs> on but uh <laughs> different times <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh early yeah i mean 
I'm just going to name some stuff that I watched earlier. I'm not going to talk a lot about them. Dexter's Laboratory is one of my favorite like comedy cartoons of all time. Today, as of this day, if you can track down those episodes, they are funny, man. Those are some <laughs> fun. That's a funny show. It was a Cartoon Network show. Um, a lot of influential anime for me, which I think for a lot of people were Dragon Ball Z, which was the thing that got him into anime. And that was just awesome action show geared yeah. probably towards teenagers as far as like the age range they're going to. It's, it's violent, but still, you know, has very simple, <laughs> so a very simple story, but it, it's, it's a lot of fun, but that, that's pretty bit for Mike, like really early. It was lost that really like sparked my interest for like big overarching stories. Yeah, dramatic that, TV. Yeah, really turned me on to that. Before that, I mean, not a lot of like live action stuff before Lost as far as a uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's really it. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Quinn Medicine Woman, Avonlea, you know, <laughs> Murder she wrote. You know, it's one of those things where I would every now and then tune into these shows like Boy Meets World and yeah, all these odds and ends here, yeah. but it's, it's weren't passionate about them. I was yeah. not passionate yeah. about any of them. They were just they're on. I'll watch and enjoy. Something. I mean, Full House. I enjoyed Full House, but that's yeah. one where I would just catch an episode every once in a while and enjoy it. Yeah, man, yeah. you got it, dude. Um, probably the next show that I really got into after after um, wow, I just completely blanked. Lost. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think was really AMC's coming into its own was Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, that show is so good. It's so freaking good. Like, I've been telling you for years, you need to watch it. I but know. it's, yeah, it's, to me, it's the perfect example of, like, one character making a show. Like, there's so many good supporting characters as well, but, like, oh, my gosh. It's just... The, the the acting chops that Brian Cranston like displays on that show like just from episode one it's just incredible <laughs> like mm-hmm. he just captivates you and you you, you want to know what's going on with him and like just you you feel what he's going through and oh he just blows me away there's so many good actors and actresses on that show but Brian Cranston like I mean he deser- deserves all the the praise he got for that show and then mm-hmm. some and I think it's just one of those things where it shows you like sometimes an actor just needs a good opportunity and maybe they haven't until this point in their career. And I, I feel like that's what happened to him. He, you know, he stuck on Malcolm in the middle for a long time. And when you get on a show like that, I think it's really hard to turn it down, you know, even though his, you know, his character's super goofy part and, yeah. you know, he did a fine job, but like, it doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. If the script is not good, like you just can't do a lot with it, you know? So it's yeah. like, you get on a, a TV show like that that gets syndicated, you know, you're making good money, but you're not, you know, exploring your options. And that's just, you know, I don't know any of this. I'm just going from the outside, just making statements here. But I think uh, I, I'm just so glad that he got that opportunity to, like, show off who he is. And, you know, now he's gotten so many more opportunities because of that. And if you haven't watched that show, oh my gosh, <laughs> go and watch every episode. Some people don't like the ending with that one. I didn't have a problem with it as much, but I've heard people. it's a really good show. I've heard more, more and more people just say it was a perfect ending. So I mean, I you've heard of the movie. The I don't know if I'd out, say right? that, but <laughs> you heard of that. You, you're excited about that. The movie. Yeah, that's I mean, I heard that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a great show. I don't think it needs more material it needs afterwards. Else. No, yeah. uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul was really good. I watched Is it. it over? I I watched it 
and I I kind of fell off. Okay. Just because I don't know, streaming wasn't as easy. It would, you know, I was having to use the AMC app, yeah. and it wasn't as easy to like keep up with it as it is Netflix or something. But I I would like to go back. I think I fell off like second season or something. But it was it was a good show. I'd like to catch back up again. It definitely wasn't Breaking Bad. You know, <laughs> I didn't like. Oh yeah. man, I got to watch it. But it was good. It's it a good spinoff you know one of the one of the few examples of a spinoff that i think is you know pretty high quality and like i said the office that's another show for me that's just like huge my gosh like i watch it all the time now it's just i think it's my favorite comedy show ever ever made i i skipped you though i'm sorry no no you go right this is great (laughs) let's piggyback off each other on this because i agree with you yeah, I think this is one of those shows where literally it's the classic scrolling through Netflix. I don't know what to watch. It's the odd old joke and pop and just play The Office. And so now, I think it's the best one on Netflix for that. Yeah, it absolutely is. You it, know, it's going to lift your mood is what I find. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's it's fantastic. They have a fantastic cast of characters, which absolutely you feel like, you know, and incredible understand. casting. Yeah, just great. It's fantastic. And you feel so many of them like. Like Michael is, it's he's such a good character. Yeah. It's insane, and that's not who is. he is too. No, like he's putting all that on. Like you see him in other movies, you see him in interviews and stuff. Like he's a goofy guy, but like he's not that person. So he's really no. working hard at that, and it's impressive. <laughs> it's amazing that it's a a remake, not really a remake, or an Americanized version that yeah. far super surpassed uh, American the, the spinoff. One. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> wild. But yeah, I think it's timeless. I think it's just you can again, again watch it any place, anytime, and just yeah, and just laugh because it's just so funny. If it, you haven't watched it, man, you're missing out. Yeah, come on, it, come on, <laughs> come on. And also, if you haven't, who are you? <laughs> are are you even out there? Any the person who hasn't watched The Office and enjoyed it? <laughs> oh, the another another comedy that i just adore is how i met your mother i I love that show so much yeah it's good it's it's i i know many of these comparisons have been made but it really is a seinfeld of our generation Mm. and i enjoy seinfeld a lot i I catch episodes reruns every once in a while and i i see why that's such a beloved show and how i met your mother has so many similarities because a group of friends in new york hang out at a bar like very similar to seinfeld but just another great casting, you know, beloved characters, and that's that's a longer, longer show. That ran yeah. 2005, 2014, so that was nine years, and a little longer than The Office, unfortunately. I did <laughs> but, fall off that one. I think I watched a lot of it, though. I watched probably like the first five seasons or so, yeah. but yeah, it, it's really good as well. It's I fantastic. think I didn't finish the last season, but other than that, I think I've watched them all. Um, a comedy here that I will name that I did fall off uh, because the final season went like off network and it premiered and it's actually on Hulu now, but long after the fact, but it's a community. Um, oh, this is so funny, man. Nerd culture represented in a perfect way. Like a lot of people are like, Oh man, you like nerdy stuff. So you'll love uh, the big bang theory. I do not, but community You're criticizing like the, <laughs> Probably the best TV show ever. I know, right? It's run the longest. It's like any show ever. I know. I do not like Big Bang Theory. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, Community, I feel like that is just, it, it's so funny, man. I mean, just uh, like so many th- the things that they parody. I think the first season, it, it's good, but it really takes off on that second season. And probably like episode two to four are just fantastic. It's just a really fun comedy that I've uh, 
I've loved. And I plan on watching the final season when I pick up the entire series on Blu-ray because it's actually pretty cheap. And so I plan on picking that up and watching that final season. You go. What else you got, Luke? Um, True Detective season one, I think, would be another one that I absolutely loved. I thought it was just excellent, great acting, great story, good direction, and yeah, well worth a watch. I've watched season two. I it was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I watched season three. I haven't finished it yet, but I probably won't. It you know it was it was fine. It was better than season two, but season one, just go watch season one. Honestly, like that's the one that's well worth it. Like. These other seasons are fine, but like it's just hard to match the original. Yeah. You could really tell like they had a vision for like what they were gonna do, and the other two I feel like are a little kind of just like, oh, we should add this on to this name, you know what I mean? Like reuse yeah. the True Detective name, and like we have this other story that we think might be cool, but yeah, just great, great season. Have you seen season three of that? That's what I'm saying. I've oh, seen cool. season three. I just didn't quite finish oh, okay. it. No, I think I've gotten sorry. like through halfway through it or something. I mean to check that one out because I, I didn't even really start to because I just heard so much crap about it. Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Rather just it hold was the okay. first one in my heart yeah. as fantastic. <laughs> three, three is definitely an improvement. Yeah. Um, I will say Stranger Things is probably the show of – it's like the dawn of like, oh my gosh, this is like – a streaming show that is reaching kind of like everyone that is a lot of people are holding up as good. It's still ongoing. I would obviously. never have thought it would have been something that like so I many know. people would have watched. That so many people latch on to and hold up as something that's good and will come back to. But it's obviously not over. I mean, it's after the third season right now where we're talking yeah. about this. So, But I thought it was worth mentioning because I really enjoy Stranger Things, even though it's that weird thing where it comes around either, either once a year or once a year and a half and – you just watch it all in a big chunk and yeah. it's over. So it doesn't stick with you as as much as a lot of these other ones do. But you have anything else you want to name for the best? The, uh, the Walking Dead, I would say, is one that was just a high point in my life. <laughs> it's it's one yeah. that I think has been run into the ground at this point. But, yes. uh, man, it was, it was a great, I would say, maybe four or five seasons. Just a, a great show with great characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a unique show, I think, is another thing that made it enjoyable. It was a unique take on, a, you know, zombie it, <laughs> drama. Like, revitalized <laughs> the zombie thing because it was like, had a really big insurgence in, like, Dawn of the Dead and here's Shaun of the Dead and all these other zombie movies 28 days later. And then Walking Dead came along when once, right, the, right at the moment where you thought, oh, everyone's had enough. And then it's like, holy freaking crap. And it became yeah. a phenomenon. <laughs> And I think that's actually kind of when it started to tail off, yes. honestly, when it became a phenomenon. Because some some shows are just so good when they're early and they're raw and, like, you can tell, like, mm-hmm. they're trying to make this good. <laughs> but then yeah. when, like, they had plenty of budget and everybody's behind it, it kind of just, you know, it's like so much. It's like music. It's like it's like movies. It's like video games. It's like once it becomes a little too commercialized, it loses a lot of the shine that, like, made it fun in the beginning. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where uh, I actually put this one in my disappointment section because a lot of time for me, when we get to the end or the end of where or the point that where we are now, and it just starts to take form into something that's very upsetting or disappointing, I'm one of those people who I'm not like I. It's harder for me to go back and be like, well, I enjoyed the ride and everything, which I did. I can recognize, holy crap, it was so good. We, we were meeting up we, sun, Sunday nights weekly, to watch it together. It was so good for so long. Yeah. And then it just 
it would the their sin is going on for too long and not knowing when to stop and not having an endpoint in mind and going for it. And I feel like you start to do things too story wise that like yeah. you would never have done early on and that really pushes away your original like audience. You start scratching your head and you, you ask yourself, why are we here? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Let's do something dramatic. And a lot of times I think that doesn't work. Yeah. And then when you see it and you're like, why are we here? And the answer is money. Then it's like, okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> then it's like, you know, you're not here for a creative reason. You're here because we're just need to keep Execs want to push it to stay on the air. Yeah. yeah. And that's disappointing for me. I, but yeah, so many seasons were really good. And so yeah. it's, but it, it is sad for me to think about. Um, Mr. Lincoln, it's incredible. Oh my God, <laughs> he's a great actor. Um, the last thing I have here for uh, no, no, it's not. Jeez. All right, so I wanted to mention this. This is recent for me, but old for everyone else. After hearing so many people talk and talk, and Jordan, I can't. You love. You would love this crap. You like animated series. You have to see Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hmm. And so. Um, me and my wife have been meaning to watch it, meaning to watch it until we're like, you know what? We're not going to watch it until we just get the Blu-ray and we just buckle down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the best shows of all time. It's fantastic. And it has probably one of the best endings of all time because it just goes and goes and goes and goes and escalates and escalates and escalates until it just gives you such a satisfying conclusion. It's not overly long. It's three seasons. Mm-hmm. And the characters are fantastic. The animation's good. The action's good. The comedy is good. It's all just great. So if you if you've been like sleeping on that and you're into that sort of thing, man, it, it, it's fantastic. I loaned them out to another friend of mine, Manisha, and she and like she's not into that stuff, and she watched it twice. She watched <laughs> the series twice. She's like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's better than you think. If you if you've seen the M Night Shyamalan movie, which I have. Please don't let that paint your impression of what that show is. That show is great. Um, but yeah, um, you have anything else? I have one more. For uh, Fargo would be one I would mention that I don't think enough people oh, watched. You're right. I did not um, watch that. Uh, it's based on the Joel and Ethan Cohen movie from, shoot, 99 or something. I don't mm-hmm. even know. But man, that's a show that came out on FX that I just think a lot of people slept on and it actually won several awards, Golden Globe Award, Best Miniseries TV Show and Best Actor um, for, I think, Billy Bob Thornton Hmm. for season one. And I want to say that, uh, oh, what's his name? The main guy. I want to say he won some awards as well for it. But man, it's so good. (laughs) Do you think it's because it's on FX? Do you think that's one of the reasons maybe just a network that a lot of people don't tune into? I don't know. To, to me, it's surprising when in a show that wins awards in the first season doesn't get a lot bigger in the second season. Yeah. Because I would think that that would draw the attention of, you know, TV show buffs, you know, people who, you know, have a platform to like post things about their reviews. And then it would draw an audience, you know, who, who read mm-hmm. those, those reviews. But it, I don't know. It didn't seem like that happened very much. Um, it won a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Miniseries as well, along with the Golden Globe. Like, that's, you know, high praise. And I saw season one and two. I, I see that there's a season three that I guess I missed uh, that had Ewan McGregor in it. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to go back and watch that. Um, it's another one of those that was a little hard to access back in 2014. It was a little hard for me to get at. Where can you, know, you find streaming it Streaming-wise. 
That's a good question. I'll have to I'll have to find out. I know but, FX has their streaming service, and if you have a cable subscription, yeah. you can stream off that. Or who knows when was a cable subscription? The, the issue I've seen with that is like locked episodes, okay. where they won't have like the whole season available. Um, but That's frustrating. hopefully it's available. Um, but man, if you haven't seen that, at least go back and watch season one because that that was a great story arc, and season two was very good as well. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing season three. But season one. <laughs> I mean, that's a movie made into, what, like a 15-part season? Wow. And so good. Have you seen the movie, Fargo? I did. I went back after watching the first season. It's all the movie. The show is so much better. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoyed the movie, but, man, the show. It just takes what the movie did and, like, makes it so much better. Cool. Yeah. Um, For me, there's one more I want to watch before going into kind of the disappointment section I have here. Um, it's one that me and Amber are like watching at an unhealthy rate. <laughs> it's an anime. It's a, it's a probably one that a lot of people who are into anime have watched. It's called Naruto. You've probably even heard of it. Oh um, yeah. Um, this is almost verging onto like a, uh, <laughs> almost verging into, um, my disappointments in the way, in a way, because this show has a huge flaw when it's going, it's great. But this show has something in the anime community that they call filler portions, yeah. which is basically the show is going, it's going strong, it's on story, it's it's focused, and then all of a sudden, something happens, and you're like... You feel it. You feel it. You know it almost <laughs> yeah. immediately. So it's like, Naruto, he's here, he, he's defended what a village, he fought this horrible threat that was about to destroy the village, and then all of a sudden you realize... We have time to waste. <laughs> he's fighting a pirate. Or something like that, yeah. where you're like, "Huh, what's happening?" <laughs> or if they're in a cooking contest, and so they will of course, have, as every hero does on yeah. his downtime, they eat shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's great when it's going. It's great. We're watching it, and we're watching the early episodes because Amber's never seen it, and we're like probably. 60 or 70 episodes in because, you know, it, there's, these episodes fly by Good so Lord. quickly. I know. The <laughs> Naruto, is, because there's two there's two seasons, series. Naruto and the Naruto Shupiden, which basically there's like a year, two or three of a time jump, and they're just a little older. And then the story just keeps going from there. It's, it continues their story. Um, but Nar- Naruto's probably a couple hundred episodes. Shupiden's probably 500. <laughs> so... Good Lord. We, I have a handy guide. Um, it's called um, <laughs> Anime Filler List, where it has a list. So I, there's no, it takes out the guesswork. You don't have to feel it. You can be like, okay, we're going to watch all of this, and then the filler will skip. Naruto's pretty good so far. So far, we haven't, we've out of the episodes we've watched, we, there's only one filler episode. Wow. But later, it gets like, it so gets it's, the whole episode's just not worth watching. Yeah, the whole episode. Wow. You can skip the entire thing, and you're fine. Why even bother? I think they have. Two animation teams, because huh. that's the thing with the Nar- B team, huh? The this an certain animes like Naruto, they weren't like a lot of American shows. Instead of having a, their their seasons over and they're done, let's just not have an episode this week or this for the next few months. It just keeps going. Yeah, that's how they get to seven hundred episodes so so quickly within this certain amount of time. If they took breaks, it would take. Years and years and years and years, which was years and years of a show, but it would take like decades to get to 700 <laughs> episodes in that way. Yeah. But fantastic. Like it's, 
Like a lot of people think it's like Dragon Ball Z, how it's just crazy, mindless action, and then there's just a, a ghost of a story. But no, there are some deep characters with great motivation, and some. It's not for young teenagers. It's it can it has a tendency to be dark and violent, but at the same time, it is sometimes funny and goofy, especially early on. But man, yeah, fantastic. If uh, if yeah, if you like anime or whatever, even if you don't, maybe check it out. It's it's. It's great. If you, uh, but for warning, first thirty episodes, it takes a while for the goofiness to kind of get shaken off. And I mean, it's never like gonna be super like, as in like humorless. It's always gonna have humor, but yeah, it's it's a long haul. And I say floats a little bit in the disappointment, but especially towards the end of the series, which is disappointing to me that they've leaned into a lot of filler. It ends well, like the stuff yeah. when it's going, it ends really well like i remember like not watching naruto for like the longest time and being like okay it's ending time to get back into it and being like kind of like nonchalant about it and i was like freaking like tearing up during like this, this final fight and it's it's good stuff man but anyways yeah do you have any disappointments to talk about luke ones that you started and it just kind of didn't hmm. work out maybe ones that you know i don't know ones that had you for a while and then just kind of hmm, probably so many um 13 Reasons, I think, would probably. Um, That was a show that I thought was interesting, and it just started to wear on me episode after episode. It was just like, I mean, it's a formula show very much. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it, no. Um, It's very much formula for each each episode, and I don't know, by the end of it, it's, it's a sad show, and by the end of it, I'm just so sad i'm like i don't even know that i watched the last episode we like almost made it through and it just it wore on me and i just i don't know it was too much it's too much depressing and not enough redemption in that story for me and Mm -hmm. so i i thought it looked really cool it seemed like a pretty original idea and i think even abc is now kind of copying it with their like a thousand little reasons which is like their prime time show that's basically the adult version of that and yeah, I don't know. I was disappointed. I think that's exactly your description of that fits exactly how I feel about The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. The Handmaid's Tale is a Hulu show, which of of course, unbearably uh, <laughs> miserable. It's very miserable <laughs> as far as like uh, <laughs> the feeling you have watching the show. But the first season, I think, is pretty fantastic. It drew me in. I'm ready for a second season, and it's like one I caught it at the right time because I think I watched the first season and right by the time I was done with it, the second season was starting. And you can tell that it was based off a book where they go off book pretty much immediately. Yeah. And so it's like they just start the the waffling process of let's just every episode the main character will do something crazy, but it's okay. We're going to bring her back to home fort at some point because we can't change the status quo too much. It starts to get the feeling that, you know, instead of so many great shows now these days, you're like, wow, I'm like watching a movie. Now it's yeah. like with stuff like that where it's like, well, we always have to come back here or we can't change things too much or else it stops becoming the show and maybe it will end and we don't want it to end because it's popular. You know, you start feeling like, okay, yeah, I'm very much aware that I'm watching a TV yeah. show and it, the, the, the weight of it is falling off for me. And so I think I watched the first episode of season three when it just started. I just kind of stopped. I was like, eh, this is still great acting, great like camera work and all that stuff. The writing is okay. It's, it's starting to get a little bit up its own butt. There's a lot of good reviews for that show. I haven't watched it. But. And I get why. I really do. But 
I just don't like where it's going with the whole. I can sense the TV-ness of it. Like I, I see what they're doing, and then like from a story perspective, I'm not saying I don't like where they're going from there. I'm just saying I can sense the creativity kind of getting sucked out of it a little bit. You know, I'm interested yeah. in the world that they've built and the crazy lore around it. It's interesting for sure. This like post-apocalyptic world, but. Yeah, it's just like the question always becomes like it's so miserable watching it, you know, because of the whole miserable nature of it. It has to be really good to justify yeah. that for me. And the quality is fading for me. And so I'm yeah. kind of like, eh, okay, I'm backing up on it. <laughs> so it, it's kind of a little disappointing for me. Anything else for you? One that I wanted to go back to the good that I completely forgotten oh, is cool. Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, that's a nerd show you were talking about, like nerd shows. That's a nerd comedy that is a little more on the tech side of nerd culture, but man, it's so good. It's a great cast. Mm. Um, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name, but he was in uh, freaks and geeks. He, he comes back as another, you know, nerd just like he was in freaks and geeks. And he's really good. <laughs> he's cool. kind of the like sad, depressed version of himself in that show, but it like plays well off all the other characters. He's not the and, same character, right? No, no, of oh, course okay. not. But uh, Nanjiani, Mr. Nanjiani as well mm-hmm. is in that show, and he does a great job. And um, I'm blanking on his name, but the main the main kid who's now gone on to do some other stuff, he, he does a great job as well. And mm-hmm. I think they're finishing it now on season five, I want to say. Oh, that's right. I haven't finished it. And, that. yeah, that's a really good, really good comedy show. Cool. Especially if you like tech stuff at all, which I really do, so... It, it makes fun of Silicon Valley in a bunch of ways, and it's great. Sweet. <laughs> um, but disappointments, uh, Westworld falls in the disappointment category for me. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the first season pretty much all the way through, but where it really fell off to me was season two. Um, I think I watched like halfway through um, season two, and I don't know. It just wasn't drawing me in at all like the first season was, and... I don't know. There's so many like mind bendy like things about that show. It's like, what is going on? I don't even like follow like who's, yeah. who's who. And I'm trying not to give anything away, but you know, it's like, it's very interesting. It's an original world, you know, based off the old movie. And basically they took that movie and like turned it into a, I, I would say a high quality TV show mm-hmm. HBO as they do, you know, they gave it the star treatment, but uh second season, I just feel like they really lost their way and doesn't have much of a vision. And, I guess uh, Jesse Pinkman is going to be, and that's not that's his name, right. but yeah, that's I who I know him as, Aaron Paul. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul is going to be in season three, so you know I'll probably check it out. But I'm with you on that one for sure. I don't even know what happened at the end of season two. So I saw the first episode of season two, and I'm yeah. like, I can't get into this, man. I feel yeah. like they, I I don't know if this is true, obviously, because I haven't seen it, so I can't judge what I haven't seen. But it's like just the draw wasn't there for me. I feel like you get the feeling that. By the first time season two starts, they've reached the pinnacle of their premise with yeah. season one, you know? Season one really had a big ending that it was like, kind of felt like that should have been it, honestly. Yeah, it kind of did feel like an end to those characters. And season oh, three the moment sounds it lasts, like, you know? Season three sounds like they're really going off the chains. I haven't even been paying attention. Yeah. I feel like they should, might as well do just like an, a completely new story to be like, like almost Black Mirror esque to be yeah. like here's another crazy <laughs> yeah. concept within this world or something like that that's unrelated to these other characters yeah, that could be more interesting if it was unrelated mm-hmm. it was like you know maybe a different world where all this you know maybe like a different part of the earth or something yeah but it's not that it's supposed to be continuous and i, I just didn't think it flowed very well all right 
Okay, um, so here is a... Uh, sorry, I lost my list here. Here is a disappointment for me. This is probably the biggest disappointment. It's, it's I mean, even hard to call it disappointment. Almost complete abject failure. Heroes. <laughs> this show for me started off great with season one and immediately starting with season two took a head dive into mediocrity and then into just trash i don't know what there is to say about heroes that hasn't already been said the heroes reborn thing that happened probably five years after it was canceled is a slap in the face all i want here's the thing when i'm following a show for several years all i want sometimes is it for it to end just give me an end just so i can have some peace in knowing that it's over and you know what i was like oh my god it's ending they're gonna do it and in the last second, they pull the rug out for me. It's such hubris that I've never seen that they thought they were going to get another season to wrap up this ridiculous story arc. They left it on a cliffhanger. My, like, my roommate at the time saw me while I was watching that, that season the season finale of that, that episode. And he was like, I'll never forget your reaction while I was watching you. <laughs> Oh man, what a disappointment in so many ways. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I have any more. Honestly, I got a couple quick mentions and then one not so quick mention. <laughs> the Arrow and the Flash are big disappointments for me, which I think both of which started off strong, and they probably had two, maybe three great seasons in them, and then they pooped the bed, and it just. <laughs> It just, I don't know what they were thinking. They just, it's almost like they had all their ideas for like two or three seasons. And then after that, they're like, crap, we have to keep making more of these and just started making more <laughs> stuff. By the, by like season four. Yeah. I watched season four of Arrow. Like I think I watched up to five when it came to Arrow. And then I was like, I can't take any more of this crap. And I, and I jumped ship. But season four was embarrassing. <laughs> the villain of that. Oh my God. So awful. Oh, Damien Dark. <laughs> oh, the season finale of that ep- that season four of Arrow is probably one of the worst I've seen in in these superhero shows. Oh my gosh! And Arrow just, and Flash just got boring. It's just again, just like when you realize that we're out of ideas, we have to keep going back. Like things change. Oh my god, things are changing crazy. Oh wait, no, we're going back to Star Labs. Yeah. Every episode it's a freak of the week kind of thing or yeah. you're it's just it just, you know, it's no it becomes where it's like no better than Smallville. Where Smallville, I watched every single episode of Smallville, but that was like 15 years ago. Or how or not 15 years, probably like 10 years ago. And it's just like when that show ended. So, no. Um, one more that I want to talk about, which is a disappointment for me overall, actually, I think. Because, as I said before, when you end poorly, it makes a lot of the stuff that I cared about and cared about the journey and what was building up to, it almost sometimes, to me, it renders it meaningless. Which, that that's not fair. It, it really isn't fair for the people who put in good work for the prior episodes and the great writing and the great acting and the great production value. And so many things that I would say am, are amazing. But it still falls as a disappointment for me. And that's where Game of Thrones fits for me. Where overall I look at that with disappointment. Because those that final season was like... 
oh, and I now I know that's like the the, the base is split. I think it's like 50 percent of people are like, no, I thought it was great. Others are like, no, it's awful. And I'm yeah, I'm on. I'm I don't jump on the it's awful bandwagon often, but this, oh my gosh, I was just like in disbelief at the decisions. So that that's where I'm a little different. That's the one I was thinking. Really, yeah. I thought you were on the other side. Wow. Okay, I've been proven wrong. Yeah. Um, I. You know, it's one of those things where how much are you going to spoil about this? Whatever. Spoilers <laughs> for the next five minutes in Game of Thrones. Skip um, ahead if you don't want to be spoiled at this point. You know, there's there's half of it I'm definitely disappointed in. I think they should have refilmed, like, the whole Daenerys scene where she's just burning the city. Like, that, that, that right there was, like, my biggest disappointment by far. Yeah. But... The ending, I actually like the ending. I actually think the ending makes a lot of sense with what they build up in all the seasons before. I actually really like that they gave Bran the kingdom. I think it finally makes sense. It's finally like, to me, it was like they finally broke the machine that was Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we have to like stop doing this. And they finally like came to some sense. And I know it was kind of goofy, but he even like mentions like democracy at the end and they like laugh about it. But it's like, to me, like that at least like showed that it was like, okay, like we've had this vicious cycle of people just killing each other and taking the throne over mm-hmm. and over and over again. We should actually give it to somebody who like cares about something other than just himself. And so in that way, I did like it. And it was like, I think he was the most deserving of everyone. The thing with me, it was a lot of the, the things that they do, a lot of the decisions they make as far as where the characters are, on, like on their face, I don't think they're bad, most of them. But for me, like, really, the brand thing, I was kind of like, eh, about, when, it, honestly, as far as that That was goes. the part I liked, actually. That was the part that... I was. I think that was the part that. that I disagreed with most people on. The, the Den- Daenerys thing, I think, was... The, yeah, I think that was the worst. I thought it was egregious. Like, watching it, I was like, this is supposed to be, like, earned? Is this real? Like, she went crazy in, like, the span of two episodes. I don't care what happened to her in the span of two episodes. I don't care. You haven't earned this. <laughs> you have not. There is nothing. They kept saying like, oh, but we saw, see the callousness in which she reacts to her brother being burned or whatever. It's like. And to me, like that, that could have been okay if it had been like, she made some bad choices in the battle. She killed some people she shouldn't have. And then she should have like, maybe been like pushed out. Mm-hmm. But like what they did was just ridiculous. Insane. The fact that she stalked. Like road by road, burning yeah, innocent just, civilians. That was just stupid. I Insane. Mean, it was just dumb. Like to me, it was just like yeah, it was completely stupid. Yeah, and, it's and the like, and the episode just dragged on with that. It was yeah. just like okay, this is getting really old. And at that point, I'm like literally, I'm I'm callous to the entire episode. At that point, like people didn't like. I I was like fine with the whole fact that uh, uh Gregor could get Gain and uh the mountain fought or whatever. I was like. Okay, it's fine. But at that point watching it, I was like, I don't feel anything because I'm just in disbelief that they're doing this. Like, it's just horrible, yeah. horrible um, writing for a character to do something like that and actually try to say that it was justified by, like, either it was a, what, Tyrion speech. Oh, the person like this, what wouldn't they do? I'm like, you're, you're joking. Just stop it. Just stop it. You're not convincing anyone, Tyrion. We, we're never going to buy this. We, you're never going to feel that. We just, just, you're... Expo- over explaining something yeah we never saw this like character arc 
end this way. It's like literally like it, if it was like a time jump, it would have been more believable. Yeah. Ten years later, she went crazy. It's like, okay, might as well. Yeah, they, no. I guess they feel like they justified it by hinting at it, by her killing various people. But it was like, but there were reasons where it was like, okay, I can understand why you did that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that if you just remove her part of that, like, <laughs> you know, I didn't think. I didn't think it was that bad. Really, the part that I actually liked that I feel like a lot of people didn't like was the brand thing. I, I just, I don't know. I really liked that. It just, it felt like a fresh take. Finally, some fresh ideas were coming into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it. For me, it was the execution with that episode. With the final episode, I was actually okay. All right, let's, let's see. I'm on board. This is some great cinematography. Let's see what happens. And from the moment after John stabs Daenerys and kills her, which I thought was, you know, Okay, it's like it's like what you expect. It's literally like okay, the moment at last, you know, it's at, at that point, you know, it's like the only thing that could happen. Yeah, it's not a surprise to anyone, yeah. but still visually well done. Even though I'm like I'm still not buying this whole thing, but at that point when it was over, it was kind of just like as far as like how the episode was executed, I was like, what is going on? It just like fades to black, and you don't know how much time has passed, and like. They're like, where's John? I'm like, what do you mean, where's John? He was standing up there after he stabbed Daenerys. Didn't someone march up there right away and be like, what the hell is going on here? We saw the dragon. And what's going yeah. on? And so it's like, you're so confused and disoriented. And all of a sudden, everyone's there and having this discussion where Grey Worm just stands there like, Rrr. it's just so such strange execution for this. And then we... A lot of it makes sense thematically, like a lot of the decisions that were made. I don't have very many problems with John going back to the Night's Watch, for instance. I'm like, okay. It just, for some reason, it felt like those last two episodes could have been two seasons. You know what I mean? To get to a point where you're like, and I'm so ready for that to happen. You know what I mean? I wish they'd had more understanding for what John did, though. Like that that part does frustrate me. Yeah. It's like, who wouldn't have agreed with the fact that she has to (laughs) go? Like. Yeah, but yet it doesn't seem like Grey Worm is that callous to act that way afterwards. It's like, no, it's fine that she was just raping and pillaging everyone. (laughs) It's like, no, you wouldn't have thought that. Like you were a reasonable human being before. I guess the idea was she would change. He would change because you know his woman died. Oh my god! But that's a little hard of a sell there. It's like, are they all so afraid of the Unsullied and everything that they have to like really just get rid of their hero, the person who really saved them from like uh, tyranny basically. It's, 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 it asks a lot of the person watching it to accept a lot, but yeah, I mean it it stumbles and falls. And like, honestly, that whole season for me, there was some good stuff in it. Like I, I I thought the whole nights, the, you know, the night's watch, battle or not the night's watch oh my god night king thing i thought that was really good i thought that was really good i think that was could have used a little brightening up but yeah i would (laughs) like to see it in 4k or or blu-ray or 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 actually be able to see it or be able to see it you know where i'm not like seeing the film grain and the digital distortion of the composed like not the uh, compressed streaming so dark yeah, it looked a little ugly, but, you know, whatever. Anyways, if you're uh, joining back, this is the uh, end of our discussion of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know if that was five minutes. It felt like five minutes. Was it? Watch Game of Thrones and see for yourself. See for yourself. There's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot stuff, of great stuff. For sure. I don't have anything else for disappointments. I just have the looking forward to stuff. Heck yeah. All right. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I don't 
have high hopes that it's going to be like this incredible, like dramatic, uh-huh. like amazing acting, like, you know, showcase. But, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be original. It's going to have like some cool stuff that we haven't seen in other shows. Mm-hmm. And for that, you know, I'm really excited about it. Netflix doesn't have a lot of shows like that, you know, yeah. those big fantasy shows. Yeah. They don't have a lot. A lot of it's yeah. sci-fi. Very a lot of it's Game of Thronesy, really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And with a lot of more monsters, which I, I we'll like. We'll see what they can do, right? They're trying to like flex their muscle here. Yeah. So they can do like more serious shows. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in this. I mean, this could be like... Oh, this is probably as close we're going to get to a, like a live action Castlevania kind of yeah. thing, and so heck yeah, oh, never say never. But yeah, in this new streaming economy, I don't know. I'd be surprised if stuff like that, you know, beloved, mm-hmm. you know, old games like that don't get their own thing. Especially if The Witcher does well. Yeah, the animated Castlevania. A lot of people like it. I like it. So I mean, well, yeah, we'll see. Got very mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what I'm looking forward to is season two of The Boys. The Boys. It's a it's, pretty new obviously amazon original show it's the first one i've seen actually as far as amazon originals and it's great man it's uh like uh, a lot like watchmen but more brighter and more brighter of a color palette not brighter in content it's very uh <laughs> has an 8.7 on metacritic oh yeah it's, it's definitely worth checking out it's it's definitely hard at times as far as like uh uh, the gore and everything, and there's one episode that annoys me a little bit, but I, I overall I think it's a really good, just entertaining show. Speaking of Watchmen, speaking that, of Watchmen, that's yeah. right. You looking forward to that? Is that uh, Amazon? HBO. HBO. Damon Lindelof. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I enjoyed the movie, but. I don't know. The trailer gave me mixed feelings. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's weird, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know. It it looks like it. I don't know. Kind of you know veers away from the direction the movie kind of took it in. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll see. This is uncharted territory. Definitely want to watch it. No but. one knows what's going to happen to this. It's not based off anything specific. It's a sequel, and so no one know. And it's a big time jump as far as where they where you left, you know, the heroes yeah. or whatever back in the eighties. So it is based off the movie. It's like continuing well, the, the movie storyline. Yeah. Well, the, the the graphic novel, which is the movie pretty yeah. much with one minor change i think but but they're saying that like those events happened and now these events are happening yes okay unless you know I'm it's not like a surprised. rebooting with a new like story based in the universe i really don't think so okay i really don't think so from what i'm seeing in this it, it look the like certainly the, the lines they're saying the the, the yeah. status quo of certain characters like vite yeah. and dr manhattan it seems like they're going off of the source material. They really tease Dr. Manhattan, don't they? Yeah, they do. Jeez. I mean, he's a character worthy of being teased because of how powerful he is (laughs) and what he means for that universe. But, yeah, interesting. Uh, The Mandalorian is one I'm really looking forward to. This will be, you know, one of Disney's first first goes at it. So, we'll see. Uh, I I was just going to say, like, off the bat, I just had, like, kind of an overall point where we are at this point so we've kind of like we've mentioned old stuff we've mentioned you know some new stuff and some stuff we're disappointed in um there's i think there's going to be kind of a common thread here on what we're looking forward to and it's a big change in the market and that is the, like so far we've mentioned three shows none of them are on cable none of them are even on like the old streaming service these are all like the new streaming things mm-hmm. you know like the money is really like shifting from like I mean, they're not on broadcast, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the shows we had mentioned before, like, what, Lost was on broadcast, but most of those were on cable networks yeah. that we talked about, like FX and AMC and um, 
AM, yeah, uh, HBO. So, uh, like The Witcher, The Mandalorian, like one of the first two that I mentioned that are on, um, you know, brand new, like Netflix and Disney. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm thinking of some that are going to be on Apple TV Plus, and, you know, I'm interested to see how they are. Um, there's, there's one coming out, I believe, on Apple TV Plus called Space Force. Is that right? Yeah. With that- Steve Carell. That's, that's going to be a comedy. That's an Apple TV one or a Netflix one? Um, I'd have to look it up. But yeah, it's a Space Force with Steve Carell, some of the creators of The Office. Yeah. Steve Carell has a deal with Apple TV to do uh, the morning show. Okay. But I thought I thought that was on it. Maybe maybe you're right. Okay. Well, yeah, that one's, they've been teasing that one for a long time, but yeah. It's going to be like a workplace comedy. That's one of the reasons that a lot of people are yeah. interested to see Steve Carell return <laughs> to that role. Space? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Ones like that I have listed here that I'll just rattle off real quick: The Umbrella Academy season two, Netflix, She-Hulk, you're Disney right, Plus, Netflix, sorry. and uh, My Hero Academia, which is an anime. But really, animes are streaming shows now. I mean, they they don't they're not a, like a cable thing. There's no one's tuning into a certain like TV uh, network anymore to watch an anime. That is a streaming thing, either through Hulu or Funimation Now or Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So those are streaming shows for all. You know, intents and purposes. But yeah, exciting TV. Yeah, I I I like this. Honestly, it's just it's easier to catch up, easier to watch. I mean, it's it's just power to the people. You know, as far as that's concerned, when it comes to TV. I mean, you we talked on on our streaming episode about the the inevitable splintering of a lot of these uh, properties and TV shows going to their designated streaming services, but. Still, I think it's still easier than ever to watch and get caught up on shows that you find interesting. Yeah, you know, I I I've have the prospect of potentially getting a streaming service for a couple months just so I could be like watch that series, you know, yeah. and that's <laughs> and that's not a bad proposition when it's like sometimes seven ninety nine to watch to like binge a show, you know. It seems like it's a popular way of doing it now. Yeah, yeah, and, there, and like there's again, I think I mentioned there's times like that where uh, with Letta. Uh, CBS All Access or whatever. I plan on doing that when The Stand comes out, and so it's, yeah, you know, whatever, man. But have anyways. you have you watched any of the CBS, um, the new show, what, Twilight Zone? Yeah, Twilight Zone. No, I'm waiting until The Stand yeah, comes out because yeah. I plan on hitting two birds. I'll be interested to see what you think of it. Me too. Uh, I have not seen a single episode. I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone, um, the original. So I don't know. Uh, we'll, we will see. It, it looks interesting. Um, I like the actors that they've chosen to be in these. I don't know how many episodes they've done. I'm only aware of like two of them. The the comedian. Is it like a once a week kind of deal? I thought it was. I, I'm only aware of like the one they did with the, uh, the one with the, uh, Camille Mangiani and uh, the guy from Parks and Rec. I don't know. <laughs> All right. But uh, anyways, yeah, uh, I'll watch it when I when the stand comes out, so I can kind of watch both of them. So that'll probably be like next year, maybe. So, yeah. Um, I'm still looking. You got another one? No. No. <laughs> That's it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of ones that are coming out on Disney Plus and oh, like yeah. Marvel movies that or Marvel TV shows that I like WandaVision. I mean, <laughs> just like what it's even like, is that? So, She-Hulk, like we mentioned last week and Yeah, she a lot of the ones the big D- one for me, but Yeah, a lot of ones were announced at D23 that we kind of talked about last week and 
I don't know. We'll see. You know, yeah. they're very much. We'll see. Uh, I think there's a Falcon show, isn't there? Yeah. Coming out Falcon, Falcon and, and the Winter the Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. So we will see about those. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm there for it. I mean, that's the thing I'll I'll say for sure. I'm there for it. I'm a fan of this crap, so I'm here. <laughs> so. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I think that's our show. Um, it was good talking to you, Luke, about uh, TV, something we haven't really talked about a lot. But as these shows come on, I'm sure you'll hear us uh, talk about them as they, uh, these new seasons or new series yeah. pop up. I'm sure there's going to be a few of them where we're going to probably both be watching them, like like Watchmen, most likely. Oh, yeah. or definitely the Marvel ones, for sure. And uh, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, come That's on. That's right now. up our alley. We're gonna, yeah, and I, I think these are going to be, they're doing it week to week. This will be the us. first Star Wars TV, like live Why? action show. Sure is. So that's new territory. It's crazy. I mean, a lot, a lot of people, you know, I've never been a fan of how precious Lucasfilms have been with their Star with Star Wars. I'm kind of just like, man, go nuts, explore, explore it. You know, people are like, well, Star Wars used to be special. I'm like, yeah, it used to be special. We get one every like thirty years. Come on, do have some fun, yeah. explore it. I mean, obviously, don't make crap. I want us to make good movies. Like Marvel does. Just make good I mean, movies and come out with it. Three prequels that were arguably not great came exactly. out. So it's like, we're being, how precious was it? Ex- well, that's the thing. Like, three good movies came out back in the 70s. You could be and super then... <laughs> conservative and be like, oh, we'll just, we'll, we'll make them, we'll have the plans. And then like. Now then what if you come out with a bad one? <laughs> exactly. Just go. Give it to creative people who have good ideas yeah. and let them do it. Don't be like. I mean, The Last Jedi, like, you know, that was arguably, you know. It wasn't amazing. Well, <laughs> I know you loved it, but I do, I th- I do think it's I kind think, of amazing. I think there are things about that that weren't great. So it's yeah. like, how precious is it? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Now I think it's not. Now that Disney has it, they're like, no, you can do it. You know what I mean? They're kind of yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you can make solo if you want. You're living in an old world, I think, if you say that. Exactly. <laughs> I, and so, yeah, go for it. Let's see The Mandalorian. Bring it on. Anyways. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. I don't know. And right. we'll see what The Mandalorian and all these shows turn out to be. And yeah, I think next week, uh, I'm coming up here, by the way, I'm going to watch It Chapter 2. And so I'll say my thoughts on that next week. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. Or don't. I don't know. But Getting good reviews. Yeah, getting good reviews. I'm really a big fan of that first one. And yes, so, you are. Yes, I am. So we'll see about <laughs> the second one. But anyways, yeah, uh, check us out on our social media page on Facebook and uh, Twitter and such. Leave us a review if you... Uh, could find the time, which it doesn't take too long, just that old five-star review and uh, say something nice about how pretty Luke's voice sounds or really whatever. But thank you so much <laughs> for listening, most of all. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thank you.